1: Hello and welcome into the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, senior soccer editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Sunday, June 20th, by Ryan Balangi to talk about Mon- or yes, Monday's four-game Euro slate. First off, uh, happy Father's Day for all those out there, including you, Ryan. I know you're uh, new to the club, so uh, welcome and happy Father's
2: Day to you. Thank you. Happy Father's Day to
1: everyone. Um, we were just talking before this because we're like, "Oh, did you look at the slate?" And I said, "I thought this was by far." The hardest slate that we've had the entire tournament. It's the first four game slate, and I don't think that even has anything to do with it. Um, and then going through every time, I told you every time that I don't find cash lineups to be easy builds, I'm like, it's a GPP slate. And I say that kind of tongue in cheek because usually when it's like, when there's an easy cash build, I'm like, well, it's a cash slate. And this one was the opposite, but then I'm like, I don't even know how to make GPP lineups in this thing. So you as the GPP expert, I think I'm hoping to to walk us through this, but like this slate is not easy at all.
2: Um, Yeah, I'll do my best. I agree. It's the the most difficult slate I think we've seen so far this tournament. Uh, When I opened it up, it's just, it's a bit daunting actually uh, to, to try to see, where to go? Um, I think, I think we can narrow it down a little bit, and we'll get into that. But I'm not sure that makes it any easier for GPPs. Um,
1: the way that we were we were talking, uh, I guess it was yesterday for the the slate today. That we're in the point now where we get the whole like you know team X needs to win or draw to advance and all this stuff, blah blah blah. So we've got a four game slate tomorrow that gets us through groups B and C. Um, I'll skip B for a second. Group C is basically done. Um, We've got the Netherlands have already clinched the top spot. North Macedonia can't make it in the top three. They play each other, uh, which is kind of a mess. And then this Ukraine-Austria game, um, technically Ukraine finishes second with a win or a draw. Uh, You were just saying, I believe the draw isn't... (laughs) Is now minus 107. So it seems that the two sides have pretty much agreed basically not even to play, uh, or at least to finish level. And then this uh there's a UEFA.com like you know, little thing they do. This is what every team needs to advance. The one for group B is like 10,000 words. Um, <laughs> because basically Belgium are through with a draw and they're the best team, and like that's they play Finland, and then it's like. Russia, Finland, and Denmark need this. And if they all finish level, then here are the 95 scenarios that can go down. But the only thing that I really got out of all of that is that the two games in Group B matter and the two games in Group C don't. And I'm hoping that helps me
2: somehow. Definitely. Yeah. I think uh, it makes sense to narrow the slate down like that. Um, The odds for the Ukraine-Austria game, you rarely see odds like that. I mean, Ukraine I see right now plus 270 and Austria plus 300 with a draw as the favorite, like you said. Um, And the total is 1.75. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. You rarely see a total under two. I mean, these teams have motivation to not do much and basically just play for a draw. So I don't think it's the worst thing to just cross that game off. And then let's say you cross Finland off and say you cross North Macedonia off and you're basically left with four teams. Um, Netherlands is the biggest favorite on the slate up to minus 344. And that that game has the highest total. So from like a goals perspective, Netherlands would be the top target. Um, and then Belgium's just slightly below that. Um, and I think like you could do worse than just Targeting the favorites to start and targeting where there's going to be goals. And um, for GPP, also, I think there's like four teams on the slate, means there'll be, I guess, more mistakes made or just more um, options to make mistakes. Um, you could go to Denmark too. I guess they'd be the third target, um, minus 130 favorites. I think that game's in Copenhagen. Um, I think so, yep. And. The prices on some of those guys are okay. So, I mean, I think that's maybe like a starting point for this slate. What do you think? Uh,
1: I think that's the right read. Um, the Netherlands have nothing to play for. They do seem like a team that uh, that would still attack a ton, like with no cares in the world. Uh, so I've been kind of crapping on Frank DeBoer this entire tournament, but um, it's – I, it seems like they should be able to be fine in this game. And the only really issue is that I guess they could rotate. Um, and if they do, that's great, because Memphis Depay is the most expensive player. If I'm going to guess that they like rotate heavily, but he still starts, and that leaves us with the whole problem of whether to play him or not.
2: Yeah, I mean, you make great points. I think like Memphis Depay, if he starts... I don't know. I wouldn't expect him to play more than sixty minutes. Um, I mean, unless, yeah. I mean, they just don't need it. The same, I guess, could be said for Lukaku, right? Um, so it, you're right. Um, as far as like, they don't have much motivation to win, and, and or even to play to play their stars the the full game. I mean, normally those are spots we try to avoid, and on spots like and on. The slate tomorrow, those spots are just the best, clearly. Um, yeah. but, well, you're right. If, if they rotate, it would make it a lot easier. You'd want to play guys from Netherlands more if they rotate. Um, they might be a decent option to fade if they don't. Like you said, um, there's just a lot of uncertainty there. The The only thing
1: that I <clears throat> felt more confident about was the Belgium players playing more is because like De Bruyne just came back. If he starts, I think it's reasonable to expect him to play like 70 minutes. Like I don't think he plays 90, but I think it does seem more beneficial for them to get in a rhythm with him. And this is all narrative. Like I have no reason to like really think something concrete about this, but I just felt like, in this situation, Belgium felt a little safer than the Netherlands only because they have they have some downside. Like Netherlands literally have none. Like if they lose, they still win the group. So and if they lose to North Macedonia, then that's crazy anyway. But like Belgium, I think Belgium's good enough, or Belgium needs to be good enough that they need to play. And Finland's certainly better than North Macedonia, I hope. And so there's a there's a little I have a little bit of faith in, in Belgium doing enough. But that being yeah. said, like Lukaku, I don't know, for cash release, like I, I'm i off Lukaku for this slate. But like forward is really hard on this slate for a number of reasons, uh, not least of which is that they're really <laughs> no good floor forwards anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but, I, I agree. Bel- Belgium seems like the safer target than Netherlands. Uh, you mentioned... Frank DeBoer, you know, we can't trust him. And he, he's been making subs at halftime. And uh, Netherlands, you feel, are a more inconsistent team anyway than Belgium. Um, so, yeah, I have more confidence going to Belgium. And I agree about De Bruyne. He, he should see enough time to get there, um, at least for cash. Uh, and then forward, yeah, I mean, who do you want to play? there? Like, I almost want to say... Like, yeah, there's the pie. There's the pie. And then after that, I don't know if there's any forward that I, like, want to play in cash. Um, and that, like, it leads me to just want to pay all the way down to the cheapest starter on the slate. Um, I don't know. That might be a decent option if you can use the money in other places. What do you think?
1: Um, so the, the benefit that... Of the schedule, at least, is that the Netherlands play in the first way, slate of games. So, like, it, um, Austria, Ukraine, and Netherlands, North Macedonia play it at noon Eastern. So, we have the benefit of knowing if Netherlands are going to rotate. Um, Belgium rotating, I think, means De Bruyne is in. So, like, that almost makes it a little easier. And if he's not, I think you can still play some pieces from them. So, there's some safety in that. Um, I... I think if there's a position on the slate to punt it's forward because there are no great plays anyway, especially if Memphis doesn't start. Uh, Obviously if Memphis doesn't start, we have like Netherlands set pieces to worry about and stuff like that. But given the guys on the other teams I want to play, I think I may fade them anyway. And it feels weird fading like, Easily the best floor play on the slate. Yeah, I, mean, I guess De Bruyne might be higher floor, but like Memphis by far the best uh, floor forward. But that salary is just killer.
2: Yeah, it is. So, so there are guys you want to play at forward? No, 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 there are none.
1: But I, oh. but I'm willing, I like, I literally might just take the two cheapest ones.
2: I, I see what find. you're saying. Yeah, just then play everyone you want to play. Uh, in the other positions right okay yeah you could do that yeah
1: there are are players at the other positions I want to play Mm -hmm. and so maybe Mm -hmm. I just give up on forward and I like that yeah it doesn't seem like the worst no Um, like you're not even um, getting much of a benefit by not playing Memphis because whoever you play is still expensive like even if forgetting like the possible backups but like Yarmolenko in a game we were just saying like (laughs) as a one and three quarter total, like 80, 8,500. Um, the Russia guys are like 75 to 8,000. The Austria guys are too. Like, it's not even like we're getting any sort of discount. And then, I mean, if you roll out some Denmark forwards, like, I think that's where people end up going. Like, yeah. Polson or, uh, you know, I mean, we don't even know who's going to start, but we have an idea. But if you just kind of build around from there, I think that's where we go just because it's really more about just filling the spot than anything else.
2: Yeah. Um, I think by, by process of elimination, <laughs> I just ended up at Denmark. Um, Belgium, it's likely that they don't even have a forward that starts besides Lukaku. I mean, it's if Mertens yeah. doesn't start, um, but we'll know, we'll know that lineup. So that that's okay. But It seems possible they don't even have another forward to start. Um,
1: They're a late one. They're a late game, Belgium.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you'd have to plan for that. Um, And then, yeah, if we're not playing that Ukraine-Austria game, or at least if we don't want to, you go to Denmark, and the prices are pretty good. I mean, Braithwaite looks like he has a pretty decent floor playing 90 minutes both games. He took seven shots against Belgium. I mean, he's probably their best attacker their most ta- talented attacker um, this is a game they need to have in their favorites uh, yeah the Denver or sorry the Denmark guys seem seem like the best place to go and and you like you said the the other forwards are, are still expensive and yep. these Denmark guys are a little bit cheaper than them um, seems like that's the logical spot yep
1: Um, I think the only problem is that you can't play him twice, (laughs) like you still need to fill another spot. And so, I mean, do you just, do you try one of the Russia guys or, I mean,
2: could you play two Denmark guys? Sure. Like, I I mean, mean, like, just like, sure. You could play a Russia guy. Um, but you could play two Denmark guys and I guess just try to, try to capture that goal from the favorite, or at least try to capture all the floor points and hopefully at least the assist or the goal from, yeah. Um, I don't know. I might like that more. Um, yeah. I mean,
1: Brathwaite's the, uh, I guess uh, Jonas wind is a little more expensive, but yeah, like Poulsen's 6,700, like he's cheaper. i just need to talk about, Andreas Cornelius at 5,900, which seems a little silly to, in the last game,
2: but who knows? Yeah. yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. I think those – yeah, they're just – I just don't know where else you'd go, I right. guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we played – look at some of the other guys. We played a, Moranchuk on the last slate. A lot of people did. Um I don't think he took a set piece. We thought he was going to, they played against Finland. He got there with a nice goal. Um, Denmark have, have a good defense and they uh, they should be on top in that game. I yeah. don't really, you know, he doesn't seem too appealing to me uh, as a guy you, you might normally think of as a cash play in this spot. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, sure. You could go, like you said, I mean, those, Ukraine looked great last game against a bad opponent that environment seems pretty bad um, but it might not be i guess the worst from a cash game perspective i don't know it's tough for me to project how that game's going to go based on those odds
1: <laughs> um yeah i think that i think people will look at them a little bit but yeah you're you're basically spending up for an underdog forward with potentially no set pieces versus another favorite. Like it's a, I think the only reason you go to him is because you're just not comfortable with having two Denmark forwards. But I think you literally just have to look at the rest of your lineup and say, do I like the rest of my lineup? And if so, then you just don't worry about the forwards.
2: Yeah. Um, and one thing I will say is like, all this talk about these forwards that we don't want to play and are just struggling to jam in, like, makes Memphis Depay's sixty minutes look okay. If you you know, you, for about the same salary, you can pair him with like, you know, Poo John Paulo for Finland or something, or even you know like Gregor Stitch if he were to start for 30, I was just about to bring him up. Yeah, I mean, that's who I would go, go with. I just wasn't sure he he would be in in the starting lineup, but. You could do something like that, too. I mean, if you think about it, we pay 3500 for center backs a lot of times. Um, he can't be too much worse than that, you know?
1: I think that's exactly where people go. Like, he's going to be – I think he's going to be downright popular in cash if he mm-hmm. starts, um, which really just says everything you need to know about the slate.
2: It really does because, you know, it's – that's bad. You, you'd never want to play him in cash, but for 3,500 and yeah, you know, with the lack of other options, you're, you're right. I'd see him being kind of popular if he started. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, that is ugly, ugly, ugly. Um, do you, who is the, Oh, like, so I was trying to go through just like if I didn't want to play the Denmark guys, you really only end up on Russia. And like, Mm -hmm. do you want to play like even, uh, Zuba is 7,200 and it's like, he might get a shot or two and sure he could score, but they're like decent underdogs against a good defense with guys who are big. Like his thing is that he's huge, but like the Denmark center backs are also pretty big. So like, I'm not sure that not to get very basically tactical there, but like,
2: no, I, I, yeah, I I agree with you. That's it's good to break the games down like that. Um, And yeah, you know, I probably won't go there just because you're right. That like, that would seem sort of like the, maybe like a place to go or a logical place to go for GPPs. I, I'd probably just, you know, rather go to an even worse quote unquote, worse play for cheaper. That's going to be lower owned. I mean, I'll start one of these Finland guys or, uh, You know, if, if Netherlands rotate, you could play one of these uh, North Macedonia guys. Um, And then I guess because the slate's like the way it is for GPP, you can target that Austria-Ukraine game. At least I guess there could be a goal there, you know, and like, I got to feel like no one's going to play that game. I mean, people are going to all see the same thing i would think i don't i don't think i'm giving uh the majority of the lobby too much credit that game seems like a bad target but there are a lot of reasons not to target that game and mm-hmm. so
1: if there if there are a lot of reasons not to go to a game the biggest reason is because nobody else is going
2: to that game and mm-hmm. so i get yeah, that I, yeah good point point. and then just to add to that like People won't want to go to those first set of games because it, uh, it um, doesn't give you as many options for the later games. And we don't know the lineups there, and you m- might want to have salary. Right. Um, so it's another reason to target one of those earlier games for GPP.
1: Yeah, I was uh, talking to someone earlier about that Ukraine-Austria game, and they are like, they're just expecting nothing to happen. I'm like, well, they're expecting a draw. And the total, if it's around two, one one cashes that bet, and mm-hmm. one one. If you get a goal from that game that nobody is playing, or both goals from a game nobody's playing, that's a pretty big step up. Just
2: mm-hmm. absolutely, and so yeah, from from that uh, that uh, perspective, it, it makes it a good, a decent target because you know it's likely that no one on, you know, Finland and North Macedonia and Russia, you know, no one on that team might on those teams might be optimal. Uh, Mm -hmm. Then a goal from that game is just, it's really big. Uh, I mean, you know, stranger things have happened, you know, than a, than a first half brace from one of those guys, if, especially if one of those teams comes out like, and really just, you know, isn't into it because they're just thinking it's going to be a walk in the park draw. You never know. Yeah.
1: Right. If one, if only one of the teams decides it's a walk in the park, then the other one could be a (laughs) right.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um... We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash blue wire. Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: So in midfield, I think everybody plays De Bruyne if he starts. Uh, obviously they're in the late game. So there's a little risk there. Um, 10-9 in cash for a guy who doesn't start seems really dumb, but I think for GPPs, I just, you have to think he plays Mm -hmm. like, even if he doesn't start, if he starts, he probably doesn't play 90, but you know, that De Bruyne is going to get in at some point. Like he didn't play the first game. He was by far the best player in the second game after coming off the bench. So I think people will
2: play him in cash, even if he doesn't start as ridiculous (laughs) as it sounds. Wow. Um, Yeah. You know, if people plan for it and then he didn't end up starting rather than, rather than pivot. um, Wow. You know, I didn't even consider that, but
1: it's, it's really dumb for cat, like for like fundamental
2: cash play. (laughs) It is really dumb for fun for, you're right. It is. Um, but like <laughs> if we were to come on at half again, he's, he, he probably, he, you know, he could still be optimal. I mean, we saw last game, he, he won, uh, he won somebody the showdown in the captain spot last yep. game coming off the bench. Um, and like, there wouldn't be anywhere you'd want to spend up. I mean, I shouldn't say that you could spend on guys, uh, in that game, if he didn't start, but wow, I just I couldn't imagine somebody playing a sub in cash.
1: <laughs> Not just anybody, Kevin De Bruyne. Hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, forty-five minutes from De Bruyne is probably enough to be optimal in cash on this slate. It, it might be. Um,
1: I think the other problem is that, uh, like, if he if he doesn't start, and like Mertens doesn't start, like, is it an Eden Hazard slate? I mean that's exactly he, how I felt how you just looked <laughs> this is exactly how I felt he's for some reason he's marked as out
2: on draftings too but like he's
1: he's in he's been playing
2: right um, yeah it seems like it seems like he even might start yeah like yeah um, man he's a hard guy to trust um the matchups great for yep. tournaments i for tournaments i love it um for cash it seems seems more risky but yeah i don't think it's like the worst um I love him in tournaments love love him in tournaments yeah I, I think that's a great call I mean this is the this is a matchup and it's the last game they've basically qualified they you know he he'll be looking to do something it's been a rough time for for hazard yeah. um the past 12 months or so um this seems like a good spot and he probably wouldn't be quite as popular as he should be I mean Obviously he'll be owned. He's Eden Hazard on the, the second biggest favorite on the slate, but yeah, I think he's a great tournament play.
1: Did you, so like trying to fill in the other spots, like we, there are guys that I think if this was like the second game or like all the games mattered, we obviously would be looking at guys differently. Like um, Malinovsky and Alaba are the set piece takers in this game that we think nobody's touching. Mm-hmm. If the teams even show up. Mm-hmm. Um, I put my foot down and was like, I am I will not play Alba. Um, and that was like before I realized that the game means nothing. But like 60, what what is he? 68, 69, something like that. 67, was, yeah. Oh, he's cheap. 67, right. Hmm. 6,700 for a central center back with a few set pieces. I'm done. Can't do it. Can't do it.
2: Nope. Can't do it. Um, uh, yeah, I just.
1: Not falling for it anymore.
2: No, uh, definitely <laughs> not. And then, yeah. So let's just say no to Malinovsky in that same game. I mean, he seems all right. Um, seems like the cash uh, play would be to go to Golovin. Um, yep. Playing in a game that matters, seventy-eight hundred. Um, he's kind of you know he's there, do everything. Midfielder, ninety minutes, yep. both games, probably all of the set pieces um seems safe on a slate where not a lot might be safe so that's where i was looking what do you think
1: uh i started with de bruyne and Golovin, and part of it was that um i probably would have played Malinowski instead if i was more comfortable with that game
2: mm-hmm. but
1: i'm not uh i still think he'll be owned because like technically ukraine are favorites so I don't think he's like a bad play. I just, if the ball is just being passed around a bunch, then I'm not overly excited about it. Russia need to win. Um, so they at least have that going for them. So I don't know, like I'm not excited, literally not excited about anybody on this slate except De Bruyne, Mm -hmm. which probably just solidifies that he comes off the bench. Um, but I mean, we could get some cheaper Netherlands guys if there's rotation, but I'm not sure even how excited I am to play them. Um, like, I'm yeah, not going to play Wijnaldum in cash.
2: No. Yeah, and I mean, that would be, like, the spot to look on Netherlands. They they don't really have any other attacking midfielders. Not really. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, Malinowski, it seemed, you know... Seems like he would be okay. I think there's a a much greater likelihood that, or you know, there's a, it seems likely that Russia will be chasing the game in the second half and Golovin will be in. And it seems very possible that Ukraine won't be doing much of anything and they'll probably rest uh, a few of their best players in the second half. And that would be Malinovsky. So, I mean, Everything just points to, to Golovin over those guys in the, in that spot for me. Um, yeah, Netherlands. No, Wijnaldum in cash. Great tournament play. Great matchup. Um, should have multiple chances to score uh, in that game. Um, I think the the problem with Netherlands and um
1: we have this with a few different teams. I was going to say Italy. And of course this is after like Locatelli crushed uh, two games ago, but like the, their attacking comes from their forwards. And so like I was looking at the Netherlands I saw a uh, uh, projected line with Ryan Gravenberch in it. And like, he's a really good player, but he's mostly a holding midfielder. He's 3,900 and I was like, if they dominate, like maybe he can move up a little bit. We'll know if he's starting. He could be attacked, you know, in the more of an attacking group, but they're just like so many questions about that team that, um, I mean, they could also, like, nobody's safe for 90 minutes there either, even, even if they rotate. Although we said that about Italy and all the rotated guys who came in were, perf- you know, played 90, but um, I don't know. There's just, it seems like.
2: You know, I I, I liked the, like the Graven Birch call. Uh, under 4K, they're, they're, are not a lot of punt midfielders you'd want to go to, and in a matchup where Netherlands are the biggest favorite, um, I think you could definitely go there. Like you said, he's usually more of a in more of a defensive role, but might not matter quite so much right. uh, with the matchup. And um, I mean, we've actually we we've seen him. I've seen him hit some long goals. I mean, he has got a shot on him. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he was take he he won't have set pieces here. I mean, but he he would take some set pieces even for Ajax sometimes. Yeah. Um Yeah, no. I, that's a good call. Don't mind that at all. I'll definitely have some exposure if he were to start.
1: Yeah, he's really good. Like really good. Um mm-hmm. And then, like he's priced the same as uh, Zobnin, who's like also just not an attacker. Although Zobnin's on a, a underdog, so like I'm not sure how much you're really getting out of him there. Um, but yeah, like the punt midfields, midfielders are oof—they they leave a lot. I mean, like they do. I looked at, um, at Robin Laud, Load. I think we said yeah, that. yeah, like five thousand. They need to win, but it's like, do I really want to take a set piece taker against Belgium? Like, what am I doing?
2: I thought about that too and and for the same price I think I would go to um I think I would go to this Damsgaard guy for for Denmark okay um, just as like a tournament option he he started in the front 3 last game yeah. took three shots they're the favorite I mean you can get a goal I mean you can compare him to the forwards on this slate because he's basically, you know, he's playing an attacking role. He's cheaper than all those guys. He's on a favorite. Um, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't expect him to go 90 minutes, but um, good price and decent goal upside. I think you can go there for tournaments. I think that's a, that's a good call. Um,
1: Yeah. I like that one. Um, But but you're right.
2: Other than like, you know, we're looking at guys like that because there's nowhere you really want to go. Um, I guess we have to say the name, uh,
1: Alyoski, um, just because we seem to mention him all the time that if anything happens to North Macedonia, he'll be involved, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's an Alioski slate.
2: No, I don't either, but you're right. I think you got to mention him. Uh, you know, he's on penalties. We've seen a lot of penalties this tournament. Uh, you know, he missed his penalty last time, but I doesn't really seem like that would prevent him from taking the next one. Um, I mean, he scored on the rebound, so he scored on the rebound. So, I mean, I guess it's a made penalty in the end. Um, it was a,
1: right. That's a be- literally a best case scenario penalty out of Alioski.
2: Yeah. So there's only two shots of that game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and for so now, now he's more expensive too in a worse <laughs> matchup. I mean, I won't be playing Alioski tomorrow, especially because nah, I wouldn't. I was gonna say he'll he'll be higher own than he should be just because of the name and, and the pens and stuff. And maybe, he w- maybe he will be, but yeah, no, I, I'm not going to go there. Uh, no, thanks. I'm out. No, no, thanks. Um, if,
1: if De Bruyne does not start, and he probably should have said this with Mertens, but Carrasco is the one that a lot of people have been going to for set pieces. Do you consider him in cash? If De Bruyne is sit is on the bench. Hmm. Like he ha- he's, he's been about as bad as you can be, fantasy point-wise, for a set-piece taker on one of the best teams in the world.
2: Like, yeah. Um, I don't think I'd go there, to be honest. Me neither. Um, you know, if he was playing 90 minutes, I'd, I'd go there, uh, or, or at least consider it much more. Um, but he's doing nothing. Like Yeah, like you said, he's been one of the more disappointing players. Um, yeah. He's not really been involved. Um, if he takes a few set pieces, big deal. He's still not going to be a good cash play Right, off at 60 minutes, you know, with three, four, whatever points he has. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't think I could go there.
1: Yeah. I mean, he played 77 and 59 minutes in the two games. Um, he's completed 39 total passes and four crosses, one chance created. Yeah.
2: And I, you know, I was, I was thinking like, they scored five
1: goals in those two games. He's so I just completely, un, uh, completely absent from what they're doing. Yeah, I like
2: I, I totally agree. And uh, trying to just think of some reasons why. I mean, <laughs> they have De Bruyne. I don't. That was just for last game, but that's a focal point now. Hazard's a focal point. Lukaku is. I mean you can see why he might fall out of the game sometimes. I mean, those guys see a lot of the ball, at least the first two, they're trying to get the ball to Lukaku. I don't know. It just doesn't, he's not safe for Belgium. Uh, He's proven that uh, too risky for cash. I think.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think part of it is that Lukaku is on the ball more than we maybe certainly more than I expected. And so, I think that throws it off a little bit that just the more that guys like Lukaku are on the ball, Carrasco is not on it. And
2: Right. And and we can add, I guess, um, can add Mertens to that too, because mm-hmm. he's been playing like the same role just on the other side, yeah. and he's not involved. I mean, so these guys, they, they don't look like cash plays. Um, they just, they they don't rack up the peripherals that they do for their club teams or that I guess we would expect them to here. Um, yeah, it's at like least their job is, is out there or, or going to be out there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's like their job is just to create width to not actually do anything out there, but just to like, they have to be out there so that the field opens up and De Bruyne just runs whatever he wants through the middle.
2: I think so actually. Yeah. Their, their job is to create width. You're right.
1: Yeah. So we've got defenders on the slate that we have enjoyed playing Dumfries and Munier are the top two salary wise, but given the set piece situation for Denmark, I have to assume a lot of people are playing Daniel Voss at 5,000 and then mm-hmm. kind of working from there. Do you, do you see any reason to spend up for either Dumfries or Munier or Windall if they start?
2: Yeah, I thought about it. And for, for cash first, um, yeah, so they're $1,500 more expensive than Voss. Um, Dumfries hasn't shown like as great a floor as you'd think. He's got the – I mean, he's been good, yeah, but he, he's had the goals in both games. Yeah. Mounier, too. Um, yeah, I don't think I would go there in cash. No, I would take Daniel Voss and his set pieces uh, and for cheaper salary. Um, like both those guys, Dumfries and Mounier for GPP. I mean, playing in playing in the spots that they are, great chance to to add to their goal tallies. I mean, we see them, you know, supporting the forwards all throughout the match. So great tournament plays. Wouldn't go there in cash. Um, Vindal, yeah, um, that that one seems risky to me too. Uh, he's got upside. Doesn't seem like anyone will really play him because. Just because there's uh, other more appealing guys, his mm-hmm. game log doesn't look great. Um, I'd rather play it like for tournaments. I'd rather if I was spending up and wanted to get a little different. I'd rather take a shot on the other Denmark guy, um, okay. Yoki Mal. I, I guess I don't even know. I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say his last name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I can't yeah, find he, out on it. So that's what we're going. Been, with. Yeah, he, he's been. Uh, very involved in the attack, yeah. and I, I'd expect him to continue to be. Um, what do you think?
1: Uh, I like that call for for tournaments. Um, for tournaments, yeah, yeah, although the floor's been solid. Like, if
2: yeah, you like, I don't, cash, like worse, I don't think it's the worst. I wouldn't like hate it for cash if somehow you ended up there,
1: yeah, for sure. Um I mean, if you think that Denmark is like one of the teams that you should play, I mean, we're, we're talking about, uh, Dumfries and Munier, like they don't have set pieces. Um, so like the fact that he doesn't either, I don't, you know, I think that's perfectly fine. I was really hoping you were going to say Patrick Van Anhol. Um, oh. not because um, I would ever play him, but, <laughs> um, the guy just keeps starting for some reason.
2: Yeah. Um, he's one that I would hate to roster, I really do. I really, I would. And I do. Um, But I can't fault you for going there in tournaments because, because he can score a goal like, and it just takes one, like he's got no floor or at least no um, floor that you can count on. You, you're, you have, you're playing him for the goal or the assist. I mean, you, he's not going to go 90 minutes. He's not going to get you a ton of crosses and all this stuff, but, he will be in a position to score a goal a few times. Um, so you can play him. Um, I feel anything but comfortable though. Um, just one last thing about this, the Denmark uh, was and jo- Joachim male or whatever his name is. Um, they're, or at least they, they should be um, playing as wingbacks. You might see like like last game, um they had him in a back four but the way that they end up playing they, they use they use them high up the pitch in the attack so uh, yeah just it, i like those guys more people people don't play them enough i guess
1: okay i like that um yeah i mean we were saying you know if you save money at forward you can afford these guys and so it's not like you have to punt it you don't have to punt at defense
2: Oh yeah, sorry. I'm I'm looking at the projected lineup now. I see they they have him projected on the left side of midfield. I mean, yeah, gotta gotta like him if he starts there. You could play him in cash too if you wanted.
1: Yeah, I think you play both. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, if you're if you've ever played, you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Robertson together, like it's the same. Although I guess Voss, Voss is probably the only one taking set pieces, but. I think playing both are fine, mostly because you're not playing any of the Denmark midfielders because we don't have Eriksson. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, everyone else seems just like I don't want to play them. Like, uh,
2: yeah. all of these I just want to go
1: guys. down and find whoever's 2,500 and play that guy.
2: I, I think so, too. Um, I was trying to, like, force... Force some interest in somebody, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess you know can bring up Raitala's name because he's twenty five hundred and 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 plays as like a wing back. Um, he did okay last game. He was involved in the attack. It's a terrible matchup. I I don't think I would go there. Um, you're right. I'd probably just look for all the way down to a twenty five hundred guy. You know what else I'll say? If you're gonna do that it might be smart to wait for the second games, the second uh, round of games to start because there's a chance that like Thomas vermalen could start and he's 2,700. Um, so like you wouldn't want to use 2,500 on a North Macedonia guy, for instance, or, or, you know, keep, keep, keep flexible. It, it, it it's always better to have options because you never know what's what's what lineups these teams are going to run out
1: the the only counter i have to that is i think all four center backs from ukraine austria are 2600 and mm. if that game is going to have uh, negative two goals in it then that might be an easy three and a half points and just hope your guy doesn't get a yellow card
2: Um, yeah, that's, that's better than what I said. I, I (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. Um, that is a better point. You can, you should go to one of those 2,600 guys from that game. Um, there's a chance. I mean, we'll get to goalie, but there's a chance you're going to have the goalie uh, from one of those teams. Right. So absolutely play one of those guys. Great clean sheet odds. Um, absolutely.
1: If if those teams don't care like this, uh, Zabarni, had 4.2 and 3.7 points in the first two games without clean sheets. Yeah. He nearly that, scored too. That, that's all um, I know about the guy. So, uh, yeah. Um, and Matt sure. is 2,600, I guess I was going to say like, at least go to the favorite, but the, the game is basically a toss up. Like, I think, I don't think the whole slate depends on these guys. So it really doesn't matter who you play.
2: No, but I agree. Um, I think you want to go to the Ukraine guys. These 2,600 guys on Austria haven't played 90 minutes in any of the games yet. The Ukraine guys went 90 and all of them there. I guess, I guess if you want to call one team, they, they have a little bit better odds than Austria. Right. Um, yeah. But
1: yeah, I, I think pretty much anyone in the middle... You're playing because nobody else is playing. Like, I don't know why you pay forty four hundred for Zinchenko um, in that game. That same game, like, I just it doesn't seem like it's worth it. And even some of the center backs are pretty expensive. Um, like Alderweireld is forty seven hundred. Um, Crazy. I don't. <laughs> I mean, Belgium obviously have pretty good clean sheet odds, but that. I mean, he he really doesn't do much. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, these guys are straight tournament plays because no one's gonna play them. I mean, if you end up there, sure, pair them with the goalie you have, play one of these center backs and go for a goal. Um, but yeah, they're they're just guys like like you like to say. I don't. Yeah, I don't uh, particularly like any of them.
1: Right, they're all just yeah. I don't like particularly like any of them either. Um, I guess it's possible you get some cheaper Netherlands guys. Like I see Ake here's 3,800. We'll know that right away. But like, realistically, like, I just don't see what, like, I feel like the thousand dollars you're getting to one of the Ukraine guys, you know, Ukraine guy plus plus a thousand seems like enough for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, so goalie, uh, <laughs> Given how difficult this slate is, like I think you, I don't think there's any like chalk uh, goalie or even like a chalk goalie range. Like I think if you, we were saying like you want to, if you want to spit, you know, save it in certain spots to like pay up elsewhere. It all depends where you end up doing that. It's possible you end up spending up the goalkeeper, or you just save it and you, you know, you just go if you want to play if. If Belgium comes out full strength, you can, you can play a minimum price goalie and play De Bruyne and Lukaku and keep going from there. But um, I don't know. I, maybe I'm maybe I've had too many builds here, but I just feel like goalie you can go anywhere.
2: I think you can go anywhere too. Um, yeah, like if you didn't play Depay for for instance, then maybe spending up at goalie and getting the clean sheet seems okay. Um, Mm -hmm. You could get get the points from there. I mean, it's possible, you know, we think Depay might not even end up with like a crazy amount of floor points, you know, if if he doesn't score the goal. um, Getting 10, 12 points from a goalie might be pretty big on a slate like this. Otherwise, yeah, I agree. Um, I think I would just target the Ukraine-Austria match. It feels like uh, one of those teams is going to keep a clean sheet. Uh, I know you said Obviously, 1-1 one, one, uh, gets there, too, but um, could see zero zero. Yeah, I don't know. They're, and they're cheap, too. You know, one's 4,600, one's 4,300. They're, they're priced for – actually, I don't even know. They're priced for the, the way those odds are. Yeah. Um, so that's where I would go. Um, like North Macedonia and Finland – uh, if you want to target like upside and shots, um, I think that'd be okay too. I just I don't know if you need to go there. there, there there's there's more risk going there, but I mean, of course, there's upside if, if uh, one of those goalies could have the most saves on the slate. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm leaning towards that Austria-Ukraine matchup. Yep. Um... Yeah, I think it kind of what you said
1: just before in the in the uh, defender section, like we have, if you play one of those cheap defenders from either side, um, the goalies are basically priced the same. So just correlate them together so that you could benefit from that clean sheet. Um, Safanov from Russia is only 4,000, which feels like a little cheap. But um, I think if you play a bunch of Denmark forwards, then you're probably best off not playing the opposite goalie. Like we talked about, you can, you can get away with that, but when you have two other goalies that are cheaper, like that, I feel like you only do that if it's literally like the stone cold minimum goalie uh, against your forward. So. Uh,
2: uh, Yeah. Spot on. I think uh, you, you know, the, the Safinoff, he does seem a little bit too cheap, but you know, when we have more goalies to choose from on a four game slate, there's no need to play the opposite goalie if you're playing guys from the other team. Um, you know, we know it's okay, but um, not if you don't have to like, right. yeah, 4,000 cheap. cheap, um, but there's other options. Yeah. I guess the one thing we have to
1: be careful, not be careful of, but this Ukraine Austria game, like you it end scoreless. You obviously don't get the win bonus. So like the, if you're like going in, like this game's going to have nothing happening in it and it's going to be a clean sheet. Like you're looking at five points plus, you know, five and change for a few completed passes. But um
2: yeah, um, you're right. It might not be the best. Um, it might not be the best targets from a tournament right. perspective. I mean, you know, it's possible they're priced that low, you know, because they lack upside in, in, in a certain respect. Like, like you said, yeah, um, they're, probably won't be a lot of shots in that game. There, It's likely to be a draw in that game, you know, one way or the other. Yeah, and maybe they'll be sort of popular too. So I think that's a, a good call. Yeah, for tournaments, you could go somewhere else, definitely.
1: Yeah, I think if you're basically trying to build lineups that are the complete opposite of the odds, with and the odds kind of play a big role in ownership, then you take attackers from Ukraine and Austria and avoid the, the defenders because you're playing for that game to be, to have goals in it. And, you know, the the guys that turn out that don't care are the defenders and it's the attackers that care. And it ends 3-3 and you have all the goals that nobody played. And then I you mean, just get your, your goalie from somewhere else.
2: I mean, talk about leverage if you did that. You, you're getting all, you'd be getting all the leverage at forward because, or at, you know, whoever you play, um, for their attackers, no one's going to play them. And you'd be getting all the leverage at goalie and defender from the people who go for the clean sheet. I mean, yeah, talk about a way to win a tournament and you know, you could do it just if that game ends two to one even, or, um, yeah, I mean, those are the type of plays you should be thinking about for tournaments for sure. Uh, I think that's a great call. Um, a lot of risk, but a lot of reward and like, that's, the name of the game and GPPs. We've especially seen this tournament. Um, basically the riskier lineup, the bigger the payoff. And, and we've been seeing that consistently. So I never hate it uh, on these slates. If you're going to do something that isn't going to be popular.
1: I mean, it's, it's not like you're taking these like nobodies. Like we, pe- we've seen people, I mean, they've been successful. These Yarmolenko, Yarmchuk, Arnautovic if he starts, so bits are like, these are guys that have scored in this tournament. Uh, Absolutely. So it's not like you're taking these just absolute nobodies. I mean, these are legitimate players at least.
2: Absolutely. Legitimate players, talented players. They can score yeah, all different kinds of goals. They're in good form. We just saw Ukraine play well. Yeah. Um, Yarmolenko's been playing well. Um, Malinovsky's amazing at taking set pieces. He has an absolute rocket for a left foot. Um, Arnautovic, he's the type of player who, you know, he loves this stage. He, he He's always up for a goal. He's taking shots whenever he can. Um, you're going to get these guys for, you're going to get these guys at no ownership. Um, love it. Yeah. Great call. Yeah.
1: Now we just have to see if I'm willing enough,
2: willing to do it. Huh? <laughs> right. Exactly. Now, now you just have to click the button. Right.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. If anybody has any follow-up questions for me or Ryan, you can find us in the Rotowire Discord, which is open for all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com chat to get in there. If you are not a Rotowire subscriber and would like to check us out for free for 10 days, which I believe gets you through the end of the tournament, uh, just go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Uh, like I said, it's 10 free days to the site, covers every, or gets you access to all of the sports that we cover as well as that subscriber Discord chat. If you are watching this on YouTube, if you could please give uh, that like button a click. And uh, if you are listening to the audio version of the podca- podcast, if you could please just rate and review it wherever you listen. Ryan, thank you for that. And good luck on Monday. Thanks, Andrew. Good luck, everybody.
3: Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com soccer.